Today is part two of the interview with David Lung. He is the CEO of a company that makes a product called New Caffeine. We are talking about how you can get incremental sales. And an incremental sale is a brand new guest that comes to your business because of a product you've just started. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. My wife was just asking, this is a good question. Does the caffeine, when you add it, does it settle? Do you have to constantly stir the drink or does it stay suspended throughout the whole drink? Well, it definitely does not settle. And the only caveat to that would be if you're storing it near freezing. So caffeine, by the nature of its own physical and chemical properties, at room temperature or higher, you can dissolve a certain amount in there and it'll stay dissolved. The hotter it gets, the more you can dissolve into it. Right. So as long as you're staying at the right amount for the right temperature, nothing like that ever happens. We have seen instances where if it gets down to about 35 degrees, somewhere in that nature, a little bit of that will recrystallize. Mm-hmm. It's not the whole bottle, a little bit, but that's the only time we've ever had an issue with that. So then storage-wise, this is a room temperature product, even after it's open? I can store it down to 40 degrees or as high as um, 80. We don't suggest you store it higher than 80, not because it will have a problem with the product, but um, like anything you store above 80 degrees, so it's a liquid. You just want to be careful about mold and things of that nature, bacteria right. and all that. Now, this has, does have preservatives in it. So that shouldn't be an issue, but you know how manufacturers are. We just like to be oh, yeah. careful and make sure that people are doing the right thing. Plus, you have you know oversight from the government, and the FDA, and all. So you got to make sure everything has got the warnings and you know the best practices as far as storage, so that we're not potentially damaging our profitability or hurting somebody when they were to drink something that's not wholesome and high quality. And like I said, we've gone. Uh, we hope over and above to try to make it as safe as humanly possible. And there's a couple more things we might add to the bottle, maybe good or bad for the commercial side. Mm-hmm. And we're going to plug the other side of the bottle so you can't pour out the other side to make sure they right. have to measure it. The challenge you have with that is if you're commercial and you buy, say, a five-gallon pail, let's say you buy three bottles that you can refill them. If mm-hmm. I plug the other side, you can't refill. Yeah, that makes sense. If you're plugging the other side, then is there an issue with creating a vacuum? No, just the opposite. That that other side should never, ever be opened. In a little bit that we tested it here at the house, we're trying to create scenarios where we're Im- imagining what a food truck would be dealing with and you're trying to hustle and all that. So we were messing around with it in several different ways. Because whenever I test the product, I look for how can I tear this up? Because, you know, somebody's going to figure out a way to tear something <laughs> yeah. up. Well, this is just, she just handed it to me. The cap that's on it right now, it actually has instructions on how to open it. So the the white cap, you said should never, ever be opened? Well, the way the bottle's made, so mm-hmm. we put childproof caps on it just to make sure, again, for safety reasons. Right. But the backside of the bottle, the way the, the technology works is that it's the physical pressure of you squeezing with your hand that fills up the reservoir. Mm-hmm. The way it gets the back pressure is by not having air come in through the backside. So it's not a safety concern to, to open the back, but that lid on the back is what allows you to squeeze and, and measure. The reason that... Uh, so there's no reason, to, no reason to open up the back unless you're going to refill the bottle. Right, exactly. Melissa brings up a good point. You know, when she handed it to me, I had not actually noticed it was even writing on the top because I'm a man. 
you know, we don't need no instructions. I'm just going to open it up and figure <laughs> out how to use it. And then, you know, she read everything that's on it. She read every single word that's on the bottle front and back. And then obviously the lids as well. Yeah, I love the packaging and I'm not a, a, a big person to add or make drinks, but Melissa ran a bar for a number of years. So she's used to, to that type of, you know, point of selling where you're having to measure liquids and that kind of thing. And, and she liked the way it was designed and, and the ease of use. So I think you've got something that from a food truck standpoint, if you're in volume and really need to hustle, this is not going to be your slow point. There's going to be a whole bunch of other things will be your slow point, but adding this to a drink is not going to be it. If you get popular enough and the volume increases, the, the pre-mix into another container, mm -hmm. and then knowing that you have to put it into a 32-ounce cup or a 16-ounce cup, there's ways to speed that up if you have to. Oh, absolutely. When we went to the uh, the one food truck we've been talking about, she was pretty darn fast. And of course, she was talking and being friendly the whole time that we were there. So that helps too. When If the people that are interacting and, and producing the food, if they interact with the guest, you don't notice the passage of time as much. But again, she was really fast. And I've observed her businesses. She has, I believe, three locations now. Every time that we go through town, we're counting the number of cars that are at her place compared to all the other food trucks. And she by far is busier than any of the other food truck businesses there in town. And it's pretty amazing what, what they're able to do. You know, we've seen as many as seven cars at their food truck. You know, if you figure each each car represents at least two drinks, that's a whole bunch of drinks. Yeah. And, you know, we've got a food truck that actually works at a medical school campus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, medical school students don't <laughs> get sleep, right? Oh, yeah. So she said notoriously, after adding this to the menu, they got a lot more customers because they wanted the drinks, but then they were able to cross sell more food items while they were there. It makes perfect sense. Like I said, you know, the addition of the caffeine makes a very unique product. There's certainly not a lot of food trucks that are doing this in general. And they, even if you, you got to look for an energy drink, you're pretty much having to get, you know, a Monster or a Red Bull or something like that, or one of the other brands. I just liked it because it was in a cup with a straw and the, um, you know, the ice. And visually, her drinks are stunning. They're, you know, very colorful. I said the flavors were good. So there's opportunities there to create something that no one else is doing. And that's what I like about it. That's what and food that's, trucks are about. And that's why we didn't add flavors for the most part. That's why we didn't add sweeteners. You get complete control over what the end product is. Some people want to have a sugar-free drink. Others like more caffeine, but they don't like the weird taste that comes with a lot of energy drinks. And frankly, the weird taste that comes with most energy drinks is because the caffeine is so bitter, they have to hide it. Yeah, that, you bring up an interesting point about the getting one that's, you know, low sugar, no sugar. The two drinks that we tried, one of them was a traditional drink, and then the other one was no sugar. And as far as the sweetness level goes, barely could tell the difference between, you know, one over the other. They were different flavored drinks, obviously, and we could tell that flavor difference. But still, even with the one with no sugar, no bitterness at all, could not tell there's caffeine in it in the least. And that was... We have some people that put it in water. I mean, oh, actually, have one customer who's in manufacturing that just puts it in water and has caffeinated water. I have to try that today because I, I drink bottled water all day long because of, you know, talking as much as I do. So I'll definitely try it in one of my bottled waters later because we tried it in a lot of other drinks that we have here at the house to see if we could detect the, the uh, caffeine. And we really had to abuse it before we could get it down to, okay, now we can taste it. <laughs> and, and I'm talking the portion was way more of your product than the was drink. Then we could taste it. And that's not how somebody would sell it because that would be pointless. Yeah, we've had some people that try it straight out of the bottle. And again, there, there's a little tinge of bitterness there. And yeah. I wouldn't recommend that you do that. That's kind no. of crazy, but um, it is definitely made to mix with things. And you can get easily 160 milligrams of caffeine 
which is like a large latte and eight ounces of water and you can't taste it. Yeah, you definitely can't. We did one of those too. We tried it straight out of the bottle, just a little teeny tiny, tiny taste. And it is bitter, but it reminded me of just a straight coffee, one that's not had any cream or anything added to it. And it's like, well, that's not bad at all. And then when you consider how far it's diluted, you can't taste it. So I'm real particular about when I add stuff to an existing product, does it change the flavor? Can I taste that addition? I could not taste your product. That's my rousing endorsement of yeah. it. I was impressed you cannot taste it. <laughs> Appreciate that. It would probably be the only product where it's good that you can't taste it. <laughs> <laughs> and see, I don't drink caffeine either. I kicked um, caffeine three years ago. I got COVID and I was laid up for a week. You know, I wasn't eating, wasn't drinking anything. And, you know, part of whenever you drink caffeine a lot, you have the caffeine withdrawals if you don't have it. And I, um, you know, got to the point where, like I said, I wasn't drinking anything. So I had that caffeine headache because I was, but I was so sick from COVID. I didn't care. <laughs> just, I slept. And then once I came out of that, you know, and, you know, I'm fine today, I just said, I'm just not having more caffeine. You know, so I've unintentionally kicked the caffeine habits. So I'll just, you know, take that benefit. So when I tasted the drinks from the, uh, the food truck that has your product in it, I could feel the difference. Yeah. And it took maybe 15, 20 minutes and I, I could feel it. And it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was just, you know, I'm talking a little bit more. I'm getting a little bit more, you know, efficient with my movements, that type of thing. Really impressed me is there was no crash. You know, when you do energy drink, you have that crash at some point. And that's why you have to buy a second energy yeah. drink to make up for that crash. From my standpoint, it was, okay, I'm going to be real busy, be real productive because of caffeine. And then it just gently went away. Yeah, I never had the crash. Well, there's two reasons for that, right? I mean, the first is that the service that we've, we've just talked about, they chose the amount of caffeine that went into it. So since it's only an 80 milligram amount of caffeine, and again, I don't know how that's regulated with how much caffeine naturally came, comes in the tea. Right. Uh, but it's not a large amount. An energy drink, like a regular 12 or 14 ounce or maybe 16 ounce monster, is about 275 milligrams of caffeine in it. It's crazy. Wow. Super high. Yeah, that's a lot. So but you didn't get overloaded with caffeine. Secondly, they add sugar and they add a bunch of other ingredients and chemicals that, that affect you, right? So niacinamide, which is niacin, they'll add niacinamide. They'll add a lot of other ingredients. And like I said, I was at four or five of those a day. Once I got all that extra stuff out of it and could control how much caffeine I wanted, I realized, man, this is something that could be useful because there's lots of people who want energy, but that don't like the taste of coffee. Uh, they don't want to drink a whole energy drink. They don't want all the extra chemicals and they want what's in their drink to be natural. So that's, that's where we ended up with new caffeine. Like we've been talking about, I think it's an awesome product. The fact that you can control the volume of caffeine going into it. And for somebody like me that does not drink coffee and I don't have a lot of caffeine in any other source to be able to get just a tiny bit to get that, you know, that little kickstart without overdoing it. I think, I think it's a great product. Tomorrow, David and I will be talking about doing more than just making an energy drink. How about an energy sauce that you could put onto your hamburger? Or how about combining it with some other products where you're mellow, but then you're also energized? Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades-old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.